baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Well, it's a little cloudy right now. We've got a high of 89 degrees. It'll be sunny, very warm. Joe Lundred was telling us a little, a little bit ago, you need to have some hydration today. So take some water with you on that tandem bike. Get out there and explore St. Louis. Go everywhere. High of 89 today, low around 67 degrees for tonight. A couple thunderstorms possible and 74 the high tomorrow. Much cooler, possible rain. Got a Cardinals game and a soccer game happening around the same time tomorrow, so look out for that. So uh, we're going to go in-depth. KMOX goes in-depth. It's happening right now. It's 621 here on Total Information AM. Saturday, I'm Stuart McMelling filling in for Scott Jago. We're talking about this country's child care crisis. They're calling it a crisis. Millions of American families spend more than a quarter of their income on child care, and that's if they can find it because since the pandemic began. Many facilities have closed and others are struggling to rehire their workers. CBS's Meg Oliver talked to parents in the middle of all of this. We went to Massachusetts and Wisconsin and met with parents battling skyrocketing costs and limited access to child care, forcing them to make tough decisions. Amelia Emanuel is like so many single mothers. I start my day between 4.30 and 5. Other foot. I am a single parent. I kind of explained to her, like, we have to share the responsibilities in the morning. You got the other side? It gets really difficult just because I can move fast. She can't move fast. The 33-year-old working mom and college student commutes an hour every morning so her four-year-old daughter Eliana can go to this daycare on the south side of Boston. If you don't have childcare, then you now have to stay home. If you have to stay home, then you can't work. If you can't work, you have no income. Massachusetts leads the country with the most expensive child care. For an average family with an infant, it's pricier than some colleges at more than 20000 a year. Emmanuel applied for a low-income voucher through the state. Instead of paying $250 a week for daycare, she now pays $11.35. As soon as I got the voucher, I knew exactly what locations I wanted my daughter to be in. Not every location in the better neighborhoods will accept your voucher. Across the United States, more than 50% of Americans live in a child care desert, meaning there's either no child care or there's more children than licensed care slots. Utah, Nevada, New York, and West Virginia are among the worst. It's a nationwide crisis pushing some parents to the brink. When this daycare shut down, what went through your minds? What are we going to do? <laughs> Who's going to take care of our kids? So I actually did lose my job. Sorry, I'm emotional. That's okay. So yeah, it import, impacted my performance too much last year. Could you keep up what you were doing, taking care of your kids and working? It was hard. Like, I put my family first and set my job. Here in Atagami County, Wisconsin, population close to 200,000, more than 1,200 children are on a wait list for childcare. Last November, when this daycare shut down with little notice, full-time working moms Virginia Moss and Tiffany Simon took action. 
We had dinner together two nights in a row, and we're just running numbers and figuring out what's going to make sense, and we felt like we could do it. Hi. They bought the building and within two months opened Joyful Beginnings Academy, hiring management, 20 daycare workers, and enrolling 75 kids. Why do we go shovel? It's a small fix in a desperate area. Their school already has a wait list of nearly 100 kids. We've seen both sides. We felt the pain both sides. And so now we can go and educate that this is a problem and we need to do something about it. If Virginia and Tiffany didn't step in and reopen this daycare facility, where would you all be? I probably would have had to turn around and sell my home, move in with my family. Really? Yeah. And one of us would have probably left our jobs. What does this child care facility mean to your community? I think it's bonded our community together, um, especially living in a neighborhood with a lot of little kids. We all kind of went through the struggle together. When the daycare opened, it was... Advocates are lobbying Congress to pass the Child Care for Working Families Act so families wouldn't have to pay more than 7% of their income on child care, but affordability is just one part of this yeah. huge problem. Then there's the access. So without continued investment and better pay for daycare workers, you can't open up more facilities. Such Thank a great Again, that is Meg Oliver reporting for CBS News. And we turn now to a remarkable story of survival in the Amazon jungle. It's being celebrated today by the people of Colombia after the rescue of four children, the youngest, a one-year-old baby, the oldest, just 13 years old, who for 40 days lived on their own in the rainforest. The other two children are four and nine years old. Their mother and two others had been killed in a plane crash, leaving them alone in the jungle. President Gustavo Pedro, heard here through an interpreter, shared the joyful news of their rescue with Colombians who had been following the relentless effort of military searchers joined by indigenous people to find the children they've tracked with footprints and other signs of life. Together, the military forces and the indigenous communities that helped with the search efforts found the children after 40 days. They were on their own. They are an example of survival that will go down in history. Today, those children are the children of peace and the children of Colombia. Members of the indigenous group to which the children belong believe they survived because of their known knowledge of the rainforest, which is uh, populated among uh, by predators and jaguars and snakes and things. It's an amazing story coming out of Colombia just today. We turn to CBS News correspondent Jim Crisula about another reconnecting of a group uh, some 80 years after being in high school together. Four women, ranging in age from 95 to 101, have ended up at the same Baton Rouge, Louisiana nursing home. They attended the same blacks-only high school in the city in the mid-1940s. It just so happened that this one is a cousin. I heard that she was in this facility when I was assigned to come here. They told me that she was there, so I went looking for her, and I found her. Genevieve Booker and Frankie Chrysanteri are both 95 years old and thrilled to be reunited with high school classmates. Jim Crisula, CBS News. Well, it's a time of high anxiety for legal marijuana farmers in New York State. WCBS has this story. Tony Elio spoke to a grower in Ulster County about their problems. When Hepworth planted its first crop last summer, there was every expectation that by this summer, New York would have between 40 and 70 retail pot stores licensed and open. Instead, less than a dozen are fully operational, and New York farmers are sitting on 300,000 pounds of unsold. Put all 
all of our capital into growing the crop, and we are having a hard time bringing in revenue from it. So we are suffering immeasurable. New York's retail licensing process has proved painfully cumbersome, and licensed farmers can't distribute through any of the hundreds of illegal pot shops that have opened. So they're urging Albany to quickly develop a plan to allow sale of their product at farmer's markets and festivals. New York's Cannabis Control Board is expected to discuss the proposal when it meets next week in New York City. We'll be following that story as long here in Missouri talking about uh, the marijuana sales here and, of course, in Illinois and how they differ in the coming months. It's 628 here on Total Information AM Saturday. We'll have the news next. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 